Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. everyone because we are getting closer to 100 and we are going to do a countdown because why not we're getting so close to our 100th episode and we will tell you that we recorded the 100th episode today today's friday this episode usually gets released sunday for our weekly and we are so excited oh my goodness I just have a lot of energy right now from that episode, and you all are going to absolutely love it and learn a lot. So anyway, we're going to go into our weekly updates and just share finals week stories, good and bad from us, and and any other stories that we can think of that we've heard, you know, from other students, from what they told us about finals week, because there's probably some really interesting finals week stories. But before we get into that, Sarah, how was your week? Let's see. This is the last week. This was our last week before finals, which I know many of you are in the same boat. Maybe you've already started finals. Maybe you just finished, or maybe you're about to go into them. And I'm sorry for those of you who have to go all the way to December 20th. That's not fun, but <laughs> you're so close. Either way, no matter where you're at, you are so close to the end of the semester. So this week was really just like wrapping up lectures and doing a lot of presentations. Um, we had lower extremity, like we call them they're not grand rounds yet, but pretty much lower extremity grand rounds on a patient that we did an eval on in a little small group. And ours was a little bit complicated. So we did a presentation to the class on her um, and it was for a hip issue for some potential labral tear. And honestly, that was the highlight of my week. I actually really liked that. It was a lot of fun because <laughs> we've never done anything like that, but we're doing it to prepare for our five-week rotation, which starts January 2nd. Coming up so quick, I can't believe it. I know, it's crazy. So I just actually finalized my housing. So for those of you who are stressed <laughs> about clinicals or whatever you have going on, just know that it'll work out. Even if you book your housing right before you have to go, <laughs> it'll work out. But Gabby, what about you? How has your week been? Yeah, so this week I was adjusting back from, <laughs> adjusting back to reality, pretty much, of coming back from out west. And off of that Thanksgiving break high, it was, it was really tough. I would say the whole week I was just, I would say not pretty out of it, but for most of the week, it was just really hard, especially going back to clinic. And Monday, man, that was rough. <laughs> um, but this whole week, I mean, overall, it's been good. Just 
trying to get back into the swing of things, preparing for finals, quote unquote, for my electives and getting to help the first years this weekend with some MSK practice as their finals are coming up next week and they have their MSK big cumulative MSK practical. So that will be really good, especially if you are in acute care. And like for me, I, I need to go over my MSK like ortho skills more. So that will be really good. But a really interesting thing that I want to share with you all that I was able to do this week was uh, we were able to eval um, a student in our program. And for those of you who don't know, my program has a pro bono clinic and we do have other um, equipment in there such as a CT scan and an MRI. And so we were able to, I was able to observe the eval and then go into the um, MRI room and we were able to do an MRI on her ankle, which apparently is very, like, it's not very common that you do that. So it was really interesting um, with her mechanism of injury and, you know, how long it has been. But I was able to be with some of my classmates and my professor and able to run the MRI and just showing us, okay, this is where you click. This is how you get the coronal, coronal image, sagittal, all that stuff. So if you have an opportunity to learn any imaging and work a MRI machine or whatever it may be, take advantage of that opportunity because it is a really unique opportunity that we don't really get to do that often, so. That's gonna be interesting. Do you guys, are you allowed to do that in North Carolina? Like as a PT? Um, like perform MRI imaging? If it's for a study, like with our pro bono clinic, this is all revolved around a study. And my professor, he did put a sign-up sheet for anybody who wanted to be MRI'd if they had like a previous injury or something going on. So I did it, but I wasn't part of the study because I didn't have a recent injury. It was more just like overuse injury and seeing if there were any um, changes. But yeah, so that was really, that was really cool to observe. And it will help me for my class, which is combined of imaging and primary care. So that's going to be a really challenging, big class for next semester. So it was a good little um, way to get ahead and kind of see what my professor uh, wants us to know. Ooh, very cool. Yeah. But that was our weeks. Now, the topic of what we were going to talk about was finals week stories. I don't want to say finals week scaries because they're not all bad. <laughs> I mean, it's stressful, but it, you know, they're not all horrible. So, Sarah, let's go a finals week where, you know, either something you, in, you didn't anticipate happening happened or you didn't get the best grade on a final exam, if you can, if you can tell that story of what semester it was in, you know, if it was a certain class and how that all came about. Yeah, and if any of my classmates are listening to this, you will laugh at this because we all felt like horrible after this one final. Um, it was first semester PT school, it was for neuroscience and it was neuro lab. <laughs> 
So I don't even remember the exact number of questions because I totally blanked out on like half the exam. But it was 56, no, 53 stations with three to four questions per station, one minute per station. And you did not, we were not able to go back. Um, <laughs> I laugh now because I looked at my paper at the end and I was just like, well, <laughs> this is a lot of this is blank. Or I just put like the medulla. <laughs> I put like caudal medulla, mid medulla <laughs> for half of them because I just had no idea because it was a lot of, um, for our program at least, um, it's a lot of identification. In the first semester is all identification and it's looking at different 3D models, looking at um, uh, actual brain sections and coronal sections and stuff and where where a pin is and they'll say like oh what is this pin on in the brain and stuff like that so for me that was the worst I think uh because of how first semester went which I kind of explained before but um the professor for the first time in a very long time had stepped down because we had CAPTI reaccreditation and so, although she was still there, um, the other professor who was teaching um, didn't teach to, this sounds horrible, I don't know if I want to leave, leave this part in, but like, <laughs> it was just not exactly taught to the exam. And so, when we got the exam, we had never seen many of these images before. It was incredibly challenging to say the least. Um, and so she had to curve it 24%. And you don't hear that at all about a final exam and curving it that much. Yeah, I, I don't remember actually if it was 24 or 14 now that I'm thinking about it, but it was something ridiculous. It was like, you know, the person with the highest grade didn't even come close to what they normally do, or else they wouldn't have curved it like that. Um, and not to say that all of your experiences will be like that, because that is not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is to just hopefully make you feel a little less alone if your finals don't go as well as you had hoped. Um, and also a little bit hopeful that it could always be worse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I hope it's not bad for all of you guys. Um, and even if it is, just know that it will be okay, no matter what happens. Yeah, no, I, I knew and I still remember too. There are moments that I like remember a lot of conversations and kind of where I was at. I remember that first semester and I think it, it was it was probably, it was either the first or second, like, neuro class, but I remember you saying, I have no idea what that practical was. Yeah. <laughs> I totally remember that. And for anybody who's taken, well, all of you who have taken anatomy practicals, neuro practicals, you know, when you see something and you're like, I have no idea, and you just put a random answer, like the medulla, because it's like, well, 
it's not the medulla, but that's all that comes to my head right now. What, <laughs> what it is. We've all had that moment. And just want to say that it's okay. You're going to have that. Um, but in the case that you just said, hopefully a final exam doesn't have, or is not curved to that extent. Yeah. But what about you, Gabby? So, We're starting with the rough final and then we'll get to the good finals. Okay. <laughs> So rough finals for me, I was trying to think because there were two semesters in particular I wanted to address, but it's like both of them were really stressful. I would say the one that I didn't do as well as I wanted to was in the spring semester first year when I had my first condensed semester ever. It was um, seven weeks of class. It was musculoskeletal two, which was all lower extremity, neuroscience one, um, clin no, oh, cardiopalm, which was my last cardiopalm, and I know there was another class. Maybe it was EBP. That sounds right. Anyway, yeah, it was EBP. Yeah, so that semester, even though it was four classes, it was rough for finals week because it, oh man, every week we had an exam, but specifically with that, it was just, you know, cumulative practical, which is good because a lot of the stuff was fresh and the practical wasn't the issue. It was all the other classes that I put off, such as EVP, um, neuro, it ended up being okay. I had a lot of cushion, so I didn't study as much because I knew that. But cardio palm, man, that was a cram session. I still remember. I think I crammed like 150 to 200 slides in a night because it was just put on the back burner. And I, I totally failed that final. <laughs> like I told you guys the color system, I told it got a red. Um, I did pass the class, but it was just, man, that, that seven week semester was rough when it came to finals week. Um, but yeah, that was, that was not, not great. <laughs> and I think you're, you're being quite um, humble here and saying like a condensed seven week semester was a little rough. For those of you who are listening and have not been through a condensed semester, like I've not been through one, but I can only imagine a full 15 week semester squished into seven weeks. Like if you guys have taken a summer class in undergrad, it's kind of the equivalent of one of those short summer classes, but a lot more intense because it's a full workload. Yeah, I, it was, it was really hard. It sucked. I'm not going to care a little. <laughs> it sucked. And you know that. It was just, I mean, having class, you know, Monday through Thursday for up to, what, six hours a day. We did get Friday off, which was nice, but still, like, yeah. If you've ever gone through that, let me know. I would love to hear other people's experiences with a seven-week condensed class in PT school or semester, I should say, in PT school. Um, but I'm in my second, quote-unquote, split semester, and it's not nearly as, like, this was a breeze because it was really only, it was three classes in, in total, but one of them was pro bono clinic. The other one was interprofessionalism, so I just had one main class, but that was, yeah, that was good. But anyway, 
a great finals week that you've had, Sarah, where you felt like you prepared well and you met those expectations of, okay, I did well in these finals. I feel great about this and ended the semester on a high note. Yeah. So to be honest, I don't remember if this was first or second semester finals week, but it was for patho. I remember the class is for pathophysiology. Um, and I actually got my first A on a final, and I think my only A on a final <laughs> um, for that particular one. Um, and I think what is so nice about when you have an exam that goes well, like anything in life, you feel like, wow, I am capable. Like, whoa, you mean stuff doesn't have to constantly be like weighing me down. You know what I mean? It's like a little weight off your shoulders. And of course it's it's whatever you allow to weigh you down. And I could go on a whole nother rant here, but I digress. It doesn't have to final suite doesn't have to weigh you down. And that was really such a relief to see that because we that was one of our first finals, I think. I don't even remember but I remember feeling a lot better after the first time I got that back. Um, what about you, Gabby? Yeah, for me, I think it wasn't a particular class because, you know, we don't have our grades, but I know my summer semester of second year was probably the best finals week I, I've had because I, I don't want to say second semester of school because that was really stressful and I know I didn't perform as well as I wanted to on um I would say half of my finals but uh summer semester second year was probably the best one yet and I really prepared myself well in anticipation of okay you know I did well on midterms and I do have some cushion for finals but I still studied like I'm not going to just blow it off um so I would say that was that was a a finals week that I can distinctly remember going well and it was be it was all in the preparation and that's what you really have to think about when it comes to these finals weeks and midterms because how you prepare how you get ready for this I like the analogy of a marathon how you prepare for this race and where you want to be at the finish line is all up to you it's your responsibility now there's going to be other things outside of your control that are going to happen. There's going to be things that you can control and you really have to take note of that, especially during these times where you have multiple finals, you know, projects like group project. Oh, that's another thing. Group projects ending. Um, but really taking all of that into account and realizing you have the leverage to have the best or worst finals week. And and that's the thing we can all relate to. So just know you're in control and you want to finish the race and receive the medal. Receive the medal. <laughs> and be like, I, hell yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And Gabby, for you, what makes finals week like a little less stressful what kind of helps you for everyone who's like just stressed out to the max right now um what helps you in times like this 
Yeah, in times like this, number one, sleep. If I get enough sleep, <laughs> I saw that coming. I know, you saw that coming. <laughs> if I get enough sleep and I feel, although I'm, you know, when you get up, you have that like gut feeling that you're like, oh my gosh, it's finals day or it's last practical day. We all get that. But if you get enough sleep, there's something about the energy and um, having a routine uh, really does make a difference. So sleep number one, mindset number two, those kind of go hand in hand. But if you don't have the right mindset of I'm going to fail, I'm, I didn't study as much. So that equates to I'm not going to do well, then you're going to perform poorly. And so I would say mindset is another thing. Get yourself in the right mindset and develop, you know, eating habit, <clears throat> excuse me, eating habits and exercising. Although it may just be like a 15, 20 minute walk. I, I will 100% be honest. I did not fully like work out during fight. Like there's some finals weeks where I didn't necessarily work out, but I did stay active with like going on a walk with one of my classmates when we needed a study break, um, going for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minute walk and doing that every day. Um, not necessarily going to the gym and like, you know, letting all the stress out. But um, I think those are some of the biggest things for me that really help me prepare and, and studying. That's also included, but we all study and prepare for finals. So that's kind of a given. But what about for you, Sarah? Yeah, I hate to give all the cliche answers of sleep, workout and study um, <laughs> and eat well, because Although it's so true, I think it can be um, more tangible when you put some numbers to it and like how things actually can change when you change your habits. So example, which I've said before, but I'm going to say it again, um, I almost failed out first semester. Um, and the big differences between first and second semester um, that made such a drastic difference in not only my grades, but in how I felt about the semester and how I enjoyed the journey more, rather than feeling like, oh my God, this is horrible. Why am I here? I don't belong here. Do I even want PT school? Rather than that, like I literally did two things differently, two major things. One, I took 10 freaking minutes, just 10 minutes in the morning to sit in silence. And I personally use Headspace um, and I use the focus, the 30 day focus thing, but you can use whatever you want, um, but not looking at your phone in the beginning of the day, taking control of your morning. Oh my goodness, guys. Of course, you're going to be stressed out if that's the first thing you do and you check your email and you're like, oh, I have all of this to respond to. And then you try to go eat breakfast and have a nice morning. No, <laughs> you're just going to be stressed the fuck out. And number two is I worked out more. And those two different things, for me, working out, it was training for a try at that time. So a lot of swimming, a lot of biking, a lot of running, but that doesn't have to be for everybody. Like Abby said, you could just take a walk, hop up and do some jumping jacks. I do want to point out one major thing that I think is really interesting. After a call with another student, um, she was saying how 
she was studying and she was getting like really stressed out. She wasn't feeling very great. And so she went and had a really hard workout, hoping to feel better. She was doing like a HIIT workout, but that actually made her feel worse. She was more stressed. So if you're feeling stressed already, it's important to know how your body reacts, but sometimes it's important to take a lower intensity walk or jog or whatever rather than getting your heart rate even higher than it already is um, because you've got to figure out how to calm down and increasing heart rate even more may not do that for you so for me it was a lot of lower intensity longer endurance things that really made a difference second semester versus first and um, was no longer borderline bc for many things borderline a, B, because we don't have pluses or minuses, but made a huge difference. Yeah, that's so true. And I love how you hit on the phone in the morning because you should, when you get up, you know, turn your alarm off, but then don't look at your phone for the first hour of your day. Like just have that um, devoted to whatever you do, but personal development, meditation, sitting in silence, having a nice, you know, like breakfast, coffee to really get prepared for your day. And then, you know, answer the emails later. I have actually been implementing that now um, for the last few weeks, just because I, I get so stressed out because Sarah and I received a lot of messages and emails. Like we, you know, we all have as students, the multiple emails that we get, but just setting the intention and setting your day of, I'm not going to look at my phone for the first hour or the first, um, you know, hour and a half. Like I'll turn my phone on, for example, like listening to a podcast on my drive um, to school or to clinic. And then at that point, it's just like scrolling through. If I have any, if Sarah and I have like any urgent messages um, or from anybody that we need to answer, and then after that, for clinic, I just put my phone away and I really get to everything in the afternoon. So depending on what you do, really does set the tone for your day and, and think about it. And actually, someone said at our um, conference, like even putting your phone in the bathroom um, and if you have that temptation, but I know like for some of you, you need your alarm, but even putting it in a place where you have to get up and turn it off. So all those things. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I thought I went on a rant. I didn't go on a little mini. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, we have a nice short little episode for you guys today. If you're feeling really, really stressed out, please like reach out. Don't isolate yourself. Um, we're here for you. Other students are here for you. If you feel like you need somebody to talk to, please, please, please never hesitate to reach out to either of us um, on any of the social media. Um, and we will get back to you within 24 hours. Definitely. Thank you guys. Have an awesome week and be on the lookout for episode 100 coming out soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description. 